Papers Read on AI, with Rob, keeping you up to date with the latest research. This reading is brought to you by Mars Race, Stake a Claim on the Red Planet, available on Android and iOS. On the Benefits of 3D Pose and Tracking for Human Action Recognition. Authored 2023 by Jathushan Rajasegaran, G. Pavlakos, Engju Kanazawa, Christoph Feichtenhofer, J. Malik. Abstract. In this work we study the benefits of using tracking and 3D poses for action recognition. To achieve this, we take the Lagrangian view on analyzing actions over a trajectory of human motion rather than at a fixed point in space. Taking this stand allows us to use the tracklets of people to predict their actions. In this spirit, first we show the benefits of using 3D pose to infer actions and study person-person interactions. Subsequently, we propose a Lagrangian action recognition model by fusing 3D pose and contextualized appearance over tracklets. To this end, our method achieves state-of-the-art performance on the AVA version 2.2 dataset on both pose-only settings and on standard benchmark settings. When reasoning about the action using only pose cues, our pose model achieves plus 10.0 map gain over the corresponding state-of-the-art while our fused model has a gain of plus 2.8 map over the best state-of-the-art model. Code and results are available at https colon slash slash briothu.github.io slash lart. 1. Introduction. In fluid mechanics, it is traditional to distinguish between the Lagrangian and Eulerian specifications of the flow field. Quoting the Wikipedia entry, Lagrangian specification of the flow field is a way of looking at fluid motion where the observer follows an individual fluid parcel as it moves through space and time. Plotting the position of an individual parcel through time gives the pathline of the parcel. This can be visualized as sitting in a boat and drifting down a river. The Eulerian specification of the flow field is a way of looking at fluid motion that focuses on specific locations in the space through which the fluid flows as time passes. This can be visualized by sitting on the bank of a river and watching the water pass the fixed location. These concepts are very relevant to how we analyze videos of human activity. In the Eulerian viewpoint, we would focus on feature vectors at particular locations, either x, y, or x, y, z and consider evolution over time while staying fixed in space at the location. In the Lagrangian viewpoint, we would track, say a person over space-time and track the associated feature vector across space-time. While the older literature for activity recognition e.g., reference 13, 21, 59, typically adopted the Lagrangian viewpoint, ever since the advent of neural networks based on 3D space-time convolution, e.g., reference 56, the Eulerian viewpoint became standard in state-of-the-art approaches such as slow-fast networks, reference 18. Even after the switch to transformer architectures, reference 14, 58, the Eulerian viewpoint has persisted. This is noteworthy because the tokenization step for transformers gives us an opportunity to freshly examine the question, what should be the counterparts of words in video analysis? Dosevitsky et al., reference 12, suggested that image patches were a good choice, and the continuation of that idea to video suggests that spatiotemporal cuboids would work for video as well. On the contrary, in this work we take the Lagrangian viewpoint for analyzing human actions. This specifies that we reason about the trajectory of an entity over time. Here, the entity can be low-level, e.g., a pixel or a patch, or high-level, e.g., a person. Since, we are interested in understanding human actions, we choose to operate on the level of humans as entities. To this end, we develop a method that processes trajectories of people in video and uses them to recognize their action. We recover these trajectories by capitalizing on a recently introduced 3D tracking method PHALP, 
reference 49, and HMR 2.0, reference 22. As shown in figure 1, PHALP recovers person tracklets from video by lifting people to 3D, which means that we can both link people over a series of frames and get access to their 3D representation. Given these 3D representations of people, i.e., 3D pose and 3D location, we use them as the basic content of each token. This allows us to build a flexible system where the model, here a transformer, takes as input tokens corresponding to the different people with access to their identity, 3D pose and 3D location. Having 3D location of the people in the scene allow us to learn interaction among people. Our model relying on this tokenization can benefit from 3D tracking and pose, and outperforms previous baseline that only have access to pose information, reference 9, 51. While the change in human pose over time is a strong signal, some actions require more contextual information about the appearance in the scene. Therefore, it is important to also fuse pose with appearance information from humans in the scene, coming directly from pixels. To achieve this, we also use the state-of-the-art models for action recognition, reference 14, 38, to provide complementary information from the contextualized appearance of the humans in the scene in a Lagrangian framework. Specifically, we densely run such models over the trajectory of each tracklet and record the contextualized appearance features localized around the tracklet. As a result, our tokens include explicit information about the 3D pose of the people and densely sampled appearance information from the pixels, processed by action recognition backbones, reference 14. Our complete system outperforms the previous state-of-the-art by a large margin of 2.8 map, on the challenging AVA version 2.2 dataset. Overall, our main contribution is introducing an approach that highlights the effects of tracking and 3D poses for human action understanding. To this end, in this work, we propose a Lagrangian action recognition with tracking, LART, approach, which utilizes the tracklets of people to predict their action. Our baseline version leverages tracklet trajectories and 3D pose representations of the people in the video to outperform previous baselines utilizing pose information. Moreover, we demonstrate that the proposed Lagrangian viewpoint of action recognition can be easily combined with traditional baselines that rely only on appearance and context from the video, achieving significant gains compared to the dominant paradigm. 2. 2. Related work. Recovering humans in 3D. A lot of the related work has been using the SMPL human body model, reference 39, for recovering 3D humans from images. Initially, the related methods were relying on optimization-based approaches, like SMPLIFY, reference 6, but since the introduction of the HMR, reference 27, there has been a lot of interest in approaches that can directly regress SMPL parameters, reference 39, given the corresponding image of the person is input. Many follow-up works have improved upon the original model, estimating more accurate pose, reference 35, or shape, reference 8, increasing the robustness of the model, reference 46, incorporating side information, reference 34, 36, investigating different architecture choices, reference 33, 71, etc. While these works have been improving the basic single-frame reconstruction performance, there have been parallel efforts toward the temporal reconstruction of humans from video input. The HMMR model, reference 28, uses a convolutional temporal encoder on HMR image features, reference 27, to reconstruct humans over time. Other approaches have investigated recurrent, reference 32, or transformer, reference 46, encoders. Instead of performing the temporal pooling on image features, recent work has been using the SMPL parameters directly for the temporal encoding, reference 3, 50. One assumption of the temporal methods in the above category is that they have access to tracklets of people in the video. This means that they rely on tracking methods, most of which operate on the 2D domain, 
reference 4, 15, 42, 69, and are responsible for introducing many errors. To overcome this limitation, recent work, reference 48, 49, has capitalized on the advances of 3D human recovery to perform more robust identity tracking from video. More specifically, the PHALP method of Rajasegaran et al. Reference 49 allows for robust tracking in a variety of settings, including in the wild videos and movies. Here, we make use of the PHALP system to discover long tracklets from large-scale video datasets. This allows us to train our method for recognizing actions from 3D pose input. Action recognition. Earlier works on action recognition relied on handcrafted features such as HOG3D, reference 31, cuboids, reference 11, and dense trajectories, reference 59, 60. After the introduction of deep learning, 3D convolutional networks became the main backbone for action recognition, reference 7, 54, 56. However, the 3D convolutional models treat both space and time in a similar fashion, so to overcome this issue, two stream architectures were proposed, reference 52. In two steam networks, one pathway is dedicated to motion features, usually taking optical flow as input. This requirement of computing optical flow makes it hard to learn these models in an end-to-end manner. On the other hand, slow-fast networks, reference 18, only use video streams but at different frame rates, allowing it to learn motion features from the fast pathway and lateral connections to fuse spatial and temporal information. Recently, with the advancements in transformer architectures, there has been a lot of work on action recognition using transformer backbones, reference 1, 5, 14, 43. While the above-mentioned works mainly focus on the model architectures for action recognition, another line of work investigates more fine-grained relationships between actors and objects, reference 53, 61, 62, 72. Non-local networks, reference 61, use self-attention to reason about entities in the video and learn long-range relationships. A car, reference 44, models actor-context-actor relationships by first extracting actor-context features through pooling in bounding box region and then learning higher-level relationships between actors. Compared to a car, our method does not explicitly design any priors about actor relationships, except their track identity. Along these lines, some works use the human pose to understand the action, reference 9, 51, 57, 66, 70. Potion, reference 9, uses a keypoint-based pose representation by colorizing the temporal dependencies. Recently, JMRN, reference 51, proposed a joint motion re-weighting network to learn joint trajectories separately and then fuse this information to reason about interjoint motion. While these works rely on 2D keypoints and design-specific architectures to encode the representation, we use more explicit 3D SMPL parameters. 3. 3. Method. Understanding human action requires interpreting multiple sources of information, reference 30. These include head and gaze direction, human body pose and dynamics, interactions with objects or other humans or animals, the scene as a whole, the activity context, e.g. immediately preceding actions by self or others, and more. Some actions can be recognized by pose and pose dynamics alone, as demonstrated by Johansson et al., reference 26, who showed that people are remarkable at recognizing walking, running, crawling just by looking at moving point lights. However, interpreting complex actions requires reasoning with multiple sources of information e.g. to recognize that someone is slicing a tomato with a knife, it helps to see the knife in the tomato. There are many design choices that can be made here. Should one use disentangled representations with elements such as pose, interacted objects, etc., represented explicitly in a modular way? 
or should one just input video pixels into a large-capacity neural network model and rely on it to figure out what is discriminatively useful? In this paper, we study two options, a human pose reconstructed from an HMR model, reference 22, 27, and b human pose with contextual appearance as computed by an MVIT model, reference 14. Given a video with number of frames t, we first track every person using PHALP, reference 49, which gives us a unique identity for each person over time. Let a person i.e., 1, 2, 3, n, at time t euro, 1, 2, 3, t, be represented by a person vector h here n is the number of people in a frame. This person vector is constructed such that it contains human-centric representation p and some contextualized appearance information qt. Equals here is the model parameters y, y, y2, y3, yt is the predictions for a track and y is the predicted action of the track i at time t. The model can use the actions of others for reasoning when predicting the action for the person ofinterest i. Finally, we use binary cross-entropy loss to train our model and measure mean average precision, MAP, for evaluation. 3.1. Action recognition with 3D pose In this section, we study the effect of human-centric pose representation on action recognition. To do that, we consider a person vector that only contains the pose representation, H equals, P. While, P can in general contain any information about the person, in this work train a pose-only model LART pose which uses 3D body pose of the person based on the SMPL, reference 39, model. This includes the joint angles of the different body parts, 0 euros r squared cubed times cubed times cubed and is considered as an immodal representation, which means we make a prediction about all body parts, even those that are potentially occluded, truncated in the image. Since the global body orientation I equals r cubed times cubed is represented separately from the body pose, our body representation is invariant to the specific viewpoint of the video. In addition to the 3D pose, we also use the 3D location L of the person in the camera view, which is also predicted by the PHALP model, reference 49. This makes it possible to consider the relative location of the different people in 3D. More specifically, each person is represented as H equals P equals 0% percent L. 4. Let us assume that there are N tracklets, 1, 1, P2, P3, N, in a given video. To study the action of the tracklet I, we consider that person I as the person of interest and having access to other tracklets can be helpful to interpret the person-person interactions for person I. Therefore, to predict the action for all N tracklets we need to make N number of forward passes. If person I is the person of interest, then we randomly sample N one number of other tracklets and pass it to the model F, 0, along with the Therefore, the model sees n number of tracklets and predicts the action for the main, person of interest, track. To do this, we first tokenize all the person vectors, by passing them through a linear layer and projected in F project, high, is less than or equal to road add dimensional space. Afterward, we add positional embeddings for a, time, b, tracklet id. For time and tracklet id we use 2d sine and cosine functions as positional encoding, reference 63, by assigning person i as the zeroth track, and the rest of the tracklets use tracklet ids, 1, 2, 3, n minus 1. Here, t is the time index, i is the track id, r, s euro, 0, d, 2, specifies the dimensions and d is the dimensions of the token. 4. After adding the position encodings for time and identity, each person token is passed to the transformer network. The t plus xn, th token is given by, our person of interest formulation would allow us to use other actors in the scene to make better predictions for the main actor. When there are multiple actors involved in the scene, knowing one person's action could help in predicting another's action. 
some actions are correlated among the actors in a scene, e.g. dancing, fighting, while in some cases, people will be performing reciprocal actions, e.g. speaking and listening. In these cases knowing one person's action would help in predicting the other person's action with more confidence. 3.2. Actions from appearance and 3D pose While human pose plays a key role in understanding actions, more complex actions require reasoning about the scene and context. Therefore, in this section, we investigate the benefits of combining pose and contextual appearance features for action recognition and train model LART to benefit from 3D poses and appearance over a trajectory. For every track, we run a 2D action recognition model, i.e. mask feet, reference 65, pre-trained MVIT, reference 14, at a frequency FS and store the feature vectors before the classification layer. For example, consider a track, which has detections, D, D, D3, doctor. We get the predictions form the 2D action recognition models, for the detections at T, T plus FFPS, FS, T plus 2 FFPS, FS. Here, FFPs is the rate at which frames appear on the screen. Since these action recognition models capture temporal information to some extent, QTFFPS, 2FS to QTT plus FFPS, 2F, share the same appearance features. Let's assume we have a pre-trained action recognition model A, and it takes a sequence of frames in a detection bounding box at mid-frame, then the feature vectors for Q is given by A, D, T, plus M, equals U, TM, TM. Here, 1, plus M is the sequence of image frames, 2M is the number of frames seen by the action recognition model, and U is the contextual appearance vector. Note that, since the action recognition models look at the whole image frame, this representation implicitly contains information about the scene and objects in movements. However, we argue that human-centric pose representation has orthogonal information compared to feature vectors taken from convolutional or transformer networks. For example, the 3D pose is a geometric representation while U is more photometric. The SMPL parameters have more priors about human actions, pose and it is immodal while the appearance representation is learned from raw pixels. Now that we have both pose-centric representation and appearance-centric representation in the person vector H. So, each human is represented by their 3D pose, 3D location, and with their appearance and scene content. We follow the same procedure as discussed in the previous section to add positional encoding and train a transformer network F, 0, with pose plus appearance tokens. 4. Experiments. We evaluate our method on AVA, reference 23, in various settings. AVA, reference 23 poses an action detection problem, where people are localized in a spatio-temporal volume with action labels. It provides annotations at 1 Hz, and each actor will have one pose action, up to three person-object interactions, optional, and up to three person-person interaction, optional, labels. For the evaluations, we use AVA version 2.2 annotations and follow the standard protocol as in, reference 23. We measure mean average precision, MAP, on 60 classes with a frame level IOU of 0.5. In addition to that, we also evaluate our method on AVA Kinetics, reference 37, dataset, which provides spatio-temporal localized annotations for Kinetics videos. We use PHALP, reference 49, to track people in the AVA dataset. PHALP falls into the tracking by detection paradigm and uses mask RCNN, reference 24, for detecting people in the scene. At the training stage, where the bounding box annotations are available only at 1 Hz, we use mask RCNN detections for the in-between frames and use the ground truth bounding box for every 30 frames. For validation, we use the bounding boxes used by reference 44 and do the same strategy to complete the tracking. 
we ran, PHALP on Kinetics 400, reference 29, and AVA, reference 23. Both datasets contain over 1 million tracks with an average length of 3.4s and over 100 million detections. In total, we use about 900 hours length of tracks, which is about 40x more than previous works, reference 28. See Table 1 for more details. Tracking allows us to train actions densely. Since, we have tokens for each actor at every frame, we can supervise every token by assuming the human action remains the same in a one-sec window, reference 23. First, we pre-train our model on Kinetics 400 dataset, reference 29, and AVA, reference 23, dataset. We run MVIT, reference 14, pre-trained on mask feet, reference 64, at 1 hertz on every track in Kinetics 400 to generate pseudo-groundshuff annotations. Every 30 frames will share the same annotations and we train our model end-to-end with binary cross-entropy loss. Then we fine-tune the pre-trained model, with tracks generated by us, on AVA ground truth action labels. At inference, we take a track, and randomly sample n one of other tracks from the same video and pass it through the model. We take an average pooling on the 5 prediction head over a sequence of 12 frames, and evaluate at the center frame. For more details on model architecture, hyperparameters, and training procedure, training time please see Appendix A1. 4.1. Action recognition with 3D pose In this section, we discuss the performance of our method on AVA action recognition, when using 3D pose cues, corresponding to section 3.1. We train our 3D pose model LART pose, on Kinetics 400 and AVA datasets. For Kinetics 400 tracks, we use mask feet, reference 65, pseudo-ground truth labels and for AVA tracks, we train with ground truth labels. We train a single-person model in a multi-person model to study the interactions of a person over time, and person-person interactions. Our method achieves 24.1 map on multi-person, n equals 5, setting, see table 2. While this is well below the -the state-of-the-art performance, this is a first time a 3D model achieves more than 15.6 map on AVA dataset. Note that the first reported performance on AVA was 15.6 map, reference 23, and our 3D pose model is already above this baseline. We evaluate the performance of our method on three AVA subcategories, object manipulation, ohm, person interactions, pi, and person movement, pm. For the person movement task, which includes actions such as running, standing, and sitting etc., the 3D pose model achieves 48.7 map. In contrast, Mask feet performance in this subcategory is 58.6 map. This shows that the 3D pose model can perform about 80% good as a strong state-of-the-art model. On the person-person interaction category, our multi-person model achieves a gain of plus 2.1 map compared to the single-person model, showing that the multi-person model was able to capture the person-person interactions. As shown in the Fig 2, for person-person interactions classes such as dancing, fighting, lifting a person and handshaking etc., the multi-person model performs much better than the current state-of-the-art pose-only models. For example, in dancing multi-person model gains plus 39.8 map, and in hugging the relative gain is over plus 200%. In addition to that, the multi-person model has the largest gain compared to the single-person model in the person interactions category. On the other hand, object manipulation has the lowest score among these three tasks. Since we do not model objects explicitly, the model has no information about which object is being manipulated and how it is being associated with the person. However, since some tasks have a unique pose when interacting with objects such as answering a phone or carrying an object, knowing the pose would help in identifying the action, which results in 13.3 map. 4.2. Actions from appearance and 3D pose While the 3D pose model can capture about 50% performance compared to the -the state-of-the-art methods, 
it does not reason about the scene context. To model this, we concatenate the human-centric 3D representation with feature vectors from mask feet, reference 65, as discussed in section 3.2. Mask feet has a MVIT2, reference 38, as the backbone and it learns a strong representation about the scene and contextualized appearance. First, we pre-train this model on Kinetics 400, reference 29, and AVA, reference 23, datasets, using the pseudo-ground truthless six bells. Then, we fine-tune this model on AVA tracks using the ground truth action annotation. In table, we compare our method with other state-of-the-art methods. Overall, our method has a gain of plus 2.8 map compared to video may, reference 17, 55. In addition to that, if we train with extra annotations from AVA Kinetics, our method achieves 42.3 map. Figure 3 show the class-wise performance of our method compared to mask feet, reference 64. Our method overall improves the performance of 56 classes in 60 classes. For some classes, e.g. fighting, hugging, climbing, our method improves the performance by more than plus 5 map. In Table 4, we evaluate our method on a Vacinetics, reference 37, dataset. Compared to the previous state-of-the-art methods, our method has a gain of plus 1.5 map. In Figure 4, we show qualitative results from MVIT, reference 14, and our method. As shown in the figure, having explicit access to the tracks of everyone in the scene allow us to make more confident predictions for actions like hugging and fighting, where it is easy to interpret close interactions. In addition to that, some actions like riding a horse and climbing can benefit from having access to explicit 3D poses over time. Finally, the immodal nature of 3D meshes also allows us to make better predictions during occlusions. 4.3. Ablation experiments effect of tracking. All the current works on action recognition do not associate people over time, explicitly. They only use the mid-frame bounding box to predict the action. For example, when a person is running across the scene from left to right, a feature volume cropped at the mid-frame bounding box is unlikely to contain all the information about the person. However, if we can track this person we could simply know their exact position over time and that would give more localized information to the model to predict the action. To this end, first, we evaluate mask feet, reference 64, with the same detection bounding boxes, reference 44, used in our evaluations, and it results in 40.2 map. With this being the baseline for our system, we train a model which only uses mask feet features as input, but over time. This way we can measure the effect of tracking in action recognition. Unsurprisingly, as shown in Table 5 when training mask feet with tracking, 7 the model performs plus 1.2 map better than the baseline. This clearly shows that the use of tracking is helpful in action recognition. Specifically, having access to the tracks help to localize a person over time, which in return provides a second-order signal of how joint angles changes over time. In addition, knowing the identity of each person also gives a discriminative signal between people, which is helpful for learning interactions between people. Effective pose. The second contribution from our work is to use 3D pose information for action recognition. As discussed in section 4.1 by only using 3D pose, we can achieve 24.1 map on AVA dataset. While it is hard to measure the exact contribution of 3D pose and 2D features, we compare our method with a model trained with only mask feet and tracking, where the only difference is the use of 3D pose. As shown in table 5, the addition of 3D pose gives a gain of plus 0.8 map. While this is a relatively small gain compared to the use of tracking, we believe with more robust and accurate 3D pose systems, this can be improved. 4.4. Implementation details in both the pose model and pose plus appearance model, we use the same vanilla transformer architecture, 
reference 58, with 16 layers and 16 heads. For both models the embedding dimension is 512. We train with 0.4 mask ratio and at test time use the same mask token to infill the missing detections. The output token from the transformer is passed to a linear layer to predict the AVA action labels. We pre-train our model on kinetics for 30 epics with MVIT, reference 14, predictions as pseudo-supervision and then fine-tune on AVA with AVA ground truth labels for few epics. We train our models with Adam W, reference 40, with base learning rate of 0.001 and betas equals 0.9, 0.95. We use cosine annealing scheduling with a linear warm-up. For additional details please see the appendix, 8, 5. Conclusion. In this paper, we investigated the benefits of 3D tracking and pose for the task of human action recognition. By leveraging a state-of-the-art method for person tracking, PHALP, reference 49, we trained a transformer model that takes as input tokens the state of the person at every time instance. We investigated two design choices for the content of the token. First, when using information about the 3D pose of the person, we outperform previous baselines that rely on pose information for action recognition by 8.2 map on the AVA version 2.2 dataset. Then, we also proposed fusing the pose information with contextualized appearance information coming from a typical action recognition backbone, reference 14, applied over the tracklet trajectory. With this model, we improved upon the previous state-of-the-art on AVA version 2.2 by 2.8 map. There are many avenues for future work and further improvements for action recognition. For example, one could achieve better performance for more fine-grained tasks by more expressive 3D reconstruction of the human body, e.g., using the SMPLX model, reference 45, to capture also the hands, and by explicit modeling of the objects in the scene, potentially by extending the tubes idea to objects. Acknowledgements. This work was supported by the Fair Bear program as well as ONR Murray, N0014-211-2801. We thank Shubham Goal for helpful discussions. 9. Thanks for listening to this reading. For the entire paper and more, check out our homepage, papersread.ai.